From the Conquer Risk Podcast, welcome to Education Station. Welcome to the Education Station Podcast number three. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different, and that is start a new format. Uh, Education Station is actually where we're going to start every, every time. Um, so let's talk about the format just briefly, and then Chase and Shelly are going to jump in here. Uh, if you want to go ahead and show them, we're going to visit several stations each podcast, and, uh, and, and they're going to be a little different each time. So the first station we're going to visit is actually about client conversations and specific vol specifically volatility. Uh, and then we've got some hot topic uh, items, which would be in this particular case a little bit around uh, the uh, student loan situation. And last but not least, derailed. Uh, this is going to be a broader spot where we can talk about anything like today, range, uh, risk range, or other things that tend to derail advisors or derail us, and we'll we'll go from there. So let's hop on board with my other cohorts and travel down the tracks. A little, hopefully, smooth ride, not bumpy, or in this case, volatile. Shelly, what do you got? Mm, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right. So... Volatility, of course, has probably been, I think, one of the uh, most common conversations that we've been having over the past maybe six to eight weeks, right? And it's no different, obviously, for advisors. Our advisors trigger the calls from their clients, and they just kind of want to have a conversation. So there's what's interesting about volatility is, of course, that it's a two-way street. It's just uh, nobody tends to call with questions of, hey, why is the market up 10% in the last uh, six weeks? It's more of, hey, why is the market down in the last six weeks by 10%? And so, you know, just kind of calming those nerves, um, I think, is the most important thing that we can do in these volatility conversations, whether it's with the advisors, with the clients, or uh, just in general. And you know you're probably getting to a situation where volatility may be normalizing when uh, your neighbor starts talking to you about uh, maybe selling their stocks because it's it's really too shaky for them. And uh, that's where the advice of a good advisor comes into play. So what uh, I'm curious to know, Jeff, I mean, I think we've all been in this business a long while. What do you think is the number one mistake that we make when having the volatility conversation? Yeah, I, I think too often we forget that that this too shall pass. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, our job is to uh, calm advisors. And, and our role here, the three of us, is really to help give advisors some verbiage uh, to, to calm things down. Um, you know, volatility is going to be there. That's just the nature of the beast, right? If you want to be in equities, welcome to the club. Um, so, you know, it's nothing more complicated than that. Our job is to help make sure that advisors have good verbiage to be able to answer questions, understand what's going on, and, and just keep it calm. Just keep yeah, it calm. I couldn't agree more because, you know, I, I love, um, I'm a big follower of Dr. Daniel Crosby, who's the uh, Chief Behavioral mm -hmm. Officer at Orion. And he mm -hmm. said something in a podcast recently that said, you know, we as human beings are wired for negativity. And I think that's why obviously the conversations yep. come up to the downside, but we're predictable, like human nature is predictable. And I think I said it the other day that at around 10%, I kind of have this visualization of, you know, the meerkats on YouTube where they just kind of pop up, <laughs> like around that 10% level of volatility is when you start yep. to get an increase in these conversations. But I think that, 
you know, there's there's good information. You talked about verbiage. Uh, there's good information, good data, good statistics that we can share with our clients and our advisors. But at the end of the day, those alone aren't going to help them sleep better at night. They're looking for that word of confidence. And I love Manisha's quote of, you know, you can't uh, you can't judge your 20 year money with 20 day movements in the markets. And you know, I think this speaks true to, again, that how we're hardwired is that we tend to focus in on the near term. But our job, our advisors' jobs are to kind of bring the focus back a little bit and focus on the big picture. There's always going to be headlines, right? Whether it's Russia, Ukraine, you know, all of that. And, you know, I think we've got a really good headline, too, in how we talk about student loans and what that means. So from our transition to hot topic, right? I think that there's always a point of awareness that we can bring to the conversation, whether it's the headlines or the underlying just uh, financial plan, the solidity of a financial plan and how important it is. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, from my perspective, you know, I wanted to get to it before it was like a hot topic, like a pressing matter, you know, just be prepared. Um, obviously, it's been about two years since people have had to pay student loans. So um, hopefully you're aware of your client situations, whether or not they have student loans, if they had it prior, they most likely still have it right now. And I came across a pretty interesting stat that only about 1% of people with student loans continued on those payments through this last two years of kind of the pause. Wow. So it's, yeah, 1% kind of surprised me. So I, I was actually in that 1%. So I'm not going to say that was the right thing or wrong thing. Everyone's situation is <laughs> different. And yeah. hopefully... Um, get it paid off before May. So that's been, you know, number one priority list for me and my family. So um, this is just a topic of conversation. Bring that, you know, you know, circle back with these clients and make sure they have one, have a plan in place. And two, just make sure, you know, maybe if they're allocating resources to the side, maybe it makes sense for them to reallocate them to a different investment vehicle or anything of that nature. So I think starting with a household, you know, generally speaking, a lot of your um, clients are going to be the parents so whether or not they have student loans, but just bring it up, say, hey, have this conversation with uh, little Jimmy, or little Timmy, whatever it may be. And each time your name <laughs> may be dropped in there, it just goes to solidify that, hey, you're looking out for their best interests, not only for them, but their whole family. Um, yeah, that's so- uh, that's spot on, Chase. That's pretty spot on because we say this all the time. It's, um, you know, and it sounds weird sometimes coming from investment managers such as us, but but we, as a firm, think that financial planning is the most valuable part of an advisor's role. That's that's where you really stand out because um, yeah. that that idea of, in your case, it's not even a hot topic yet. It's a warm, a warming but getting bubbly topic, right? Yeah, uh, getting out, getting out in front of it is really important. And I uh, maybe we can put this in the show notes. I had a, an article that I found when you mentioned this. Uh, that that referred to some of the things that you can do if you're sort of caught off guard and not prepared to be able to make those payments. You know, are there some deferments? Are there some other options that are, that might be available? And I, you know, hey, it, we all want to make sure that everybody pays back on time, right? But like you mentioned, everybody has their own situation, so uh, it's better to have be armed with options than to just throw something out there, lob the grenade, and 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 let it go. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're certainly not speculating if it's going to be pushed back further than, than, you know, May, but you know, it's coming sooner or later. You like to, you know, you probably should prepare for that. So I think yeah. just the failure of planning is a great way to uh, 
derailed your uh, overall plan. So with that, what do you got for us, Jeff? <laughs> oh boy, we're just full of them today, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> nice, nice job, nice job. So yeah, this this station derailed is, as I mentioned, is really uh, about what we can do to help avoid advisors becoming derailed in this particular situation for today. And, and that is something I call risk range. Um, and, you know, from from that standpoint, Shelly, before I go in any any deeper there, you when we were talking about this earlier, you had a great sort of analogy or reference. And you want to shoot that to us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the way that I liken the whole conversation around risk is if you think about when you go to the doctor and you have your blood work done and they give you a range of where normal should be, it should be between here and here. Just because you might be on the upper end of that band doesn't necessarily mean that you should, you know, immediately start looking for the prescriptions or looking for the pills to bring the blood pressure down or whatever the case may be. It's just a point of awareness of, hey, we are in this range. So I think risk uh, and the risk score kind of comes into play uh, very nicely there. So I really liked the analogy. Yeah, it's uh, and this this does actually circle back to to what I a little bit what I mentioned before from the standpoint of, you know, it's very easy as an advisor to have clients call when their little meerkat heads pop up and and look around at ten percent or or so decline and and say, oh my God, is everything going to be okay? Um, the reality is, you hear that enough. It's very easy to accidentally, as an advisor, become derailed and have your hair on fire just as much as the clients. The reality is you have two choices when you get that phone call. One is to be a fan to the flame. The other is to be a fire extinguisher. And again, our role is to help you come up with verbiage and thoughts and perspectives to make sure that whatever the manager combination, whether that's Potomac, whether that's something else. And of course, we always recommend combining different uh, strategists together that that you know what the risk range is for that. And you understand that, you know what, as long as it's within the range, you're good. Uh, only when it starts to uh, you know, get close or exceed that should there be a bit of a question. Uh, and it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. It, it's just the, those sorts of things happen. So yeah, don't get too riled up. Uh, don't get caught up. Be the fire extinguisher. And on that note, I think we need to wrap this up because we're about 10 minutes. So as you can see, we're doing a little shorter podcast. That's our goal. That's what we want to do. So I want to make sure as this train rolls along that we like and have you like and subscribe to our YouTube podcast, the Conquer Risk podcast. We have a lot of different shows. We're here to, to uh, obviously do a little bit of entertainment, but more so bring important topics, ideas, concepts to you to help you, the advisor, uh, make your day a little simpler. So on that note, Chase, what do we do? I knew it was coming to me. Choo, <laughs> choo. There we go. There we go. All right. Thank you much. We appreciate everybody viewing. Have a great day. Bye. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.